Bayheim's army now knows its opponent. It is the men of Mackey. Fun name there. That's basically the Purdue version of TBT. Tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Well, hey, that's during your show. So, yeah, tomorrow's going to be an interesting show. I'm going to tell you right now, like, we're basically going to watch the game during the show tomorrow. Like, it's just going to be what we do. That's what you're going to be doing. It's what I'm going to be doing. Not everybody can be in front of the television watching the game tomorrow. I can't do play-by-play, obviously, but we can certainly watch the game with you, have some fun, live experience. We've never gotten the opportunity to do that during TBT. TBT has always come either when I've been on vacation or the games were on at a more convenient time, weekends, whatever the case may be, but different schedule, different times. Ended up at 4 o'clock on a Tuesday when we're on the air, so you roll with the punches. And that's what we are going to do tomorrow when the game is on. Before we get there, though, Kevin Belby, the general manager, will join us from inside the bubble at 5 o'clock. Bayheim's Army is practicing as we speak, which is a unique circumstance given the bubble that they're in, and that they are practicing in a hotel ballroom. They basically put a court down in one of those big hotel ballrooms where you would normally go to an event like a wedding or some such, big meeting or some sort of public event, right? Well, last I checked, they had Ohio State's court. And it has worked so far. Look, TBT has had to send some teams home. They have a very strict policy, as Kevin will tell us about, and knock on wood, TBT, Bayheim's Army, everybody has tested negative. They've been tested several times. They've practiced a few times. All has been well so far for them. But in that kind of thin ice that the sports world walks on here, Different sports have different approaches to what they do when somebody tests positive or multiple people test positive. In TBT's case, if one player tests positive, you're out. The whole team is out, and you you gots to go. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. So we're going to talk to Kevin Belby about the makeup of this year's team, how he's replaced a couple players that had to bow out in Tyler Lydon and Chris McCullough. Not a Syracuse guy, by the way, but what could be a key addition for Bayheim's Army and more will... Look at where we're at in the step forward for sports from coronavirus. Patty Mahomes, breaking news in the sports world, kids. Huge deal from the Kansas City Chiefs. We have not gotten numbers on this as of yet. I'm sure they will leak out as the afternoon progresses here. But Adam Schefter reporting that the Kansas City Chiefs are about to make Patrick Mahomes the highest paid player in the National Football League and one of the highest paid players in sports and what is being reported as a 12-year contract with the Chiefs. So Patty Mahomes getting paid. Trump takes on Bubba Watson. We will discuss that in hot takes, along with uh, does golf have a new hero or villain? That is my question. Uh, no matter what he's labeled as, he can hit the absolute tar out of the ball. I, Pat, Bryson DeChambeau murders golf balls. It's a sight to see, and he won the Rocket Mortgage Challenge over the weekend. Sports being played, live sports. Not on rain delay this time. How about that? So we'll get to that later in the show and so much more as we progress. But as we mentioned with Kevin Belby coming out, we'll get more into the kind of X's and O's and the matchup and what is ahead for Bayheim's Army tomorrow as we'll be sitting here watching the game with you. In general, what Bayheim's Army goes into is a unique circumstance. First of all, they are serving as kind of the canary in the coal mine for the NBA, and really some other sports 
on how to progress and how to come back. NASCAR has been back. Golf has been back. UFC has been back. Some soccer leagues, certainly. And we've got more coming. The busiest July ever in the history of sports. MLS starts their tournament this week. Major League Baseball, uh, it's not going so well for them in terms of testing and what some players are saying in the early stumbles out of the gate here, but baseball is working out in summer camps to try and get back at it here. And, you know, you know this by now. You don't need me to tell you, but it is just going to be an unprecedented busy time for sports. TBT was one of the first to say, we're going forward. We're going to figure out a way through coronavirus. And literally one of the first sports back in terms of indoor sports, which is different than outdoor sports that can socially distance. NASCAR, does not have fans, but it's a sport that can run and and go forward through coronavirus because it's very socially distant friendly. Golf being the same thing, though, watching that event this weekend, I saw some golfers and caddies pretty close together, and uh, I think social distancing is kind of going out the window there. But both of those sports have seen a low rate of positive tests, though some significant names have had to bow out. Jimmy Johnson one of the best drivers in NASCAR history. Both he and his wife tested positive. He is asymptomatic. He is fine physically at this point. But we're seeing what can happen and how sports can can do this. NASCAR has, you know, what, 30-plus drivers on the track. One or two are out. You can still do it. Golf has, you know, 80-plus golfers at an event. One or two go out, and you can still go forward. It's not the case in say a sport like basketball, if you have an outbreak on a team, and TBT rosters tend to be small, so not only are they being very strict with the regulations, one positive test and you're out, a couple guys get positive and can't play, you don't have a team, right? This is going to be a real litmus test for how the NBA is going to go forward in their bubble later this month, how the National Hockey League is going to go forward in its sort of bubble. They're in hub cities, one in the West, one in the East, going forward. While the NFL is an outdoor sport, and the NFL teams are already sending season ticket holders notice that at the very least they're going to have limited capacity this season, while it's an outdoor sport, it's a contact sport played in close proximity. So even the National Football League, I think, is looking at TBT looking at what's going on right now, saying, well, how are they testing? What are the procedures? How's it going? When someone tests positive, what do they do? How do they move forward through coronavirus? Look, TBT, Bayheim's Army, is a lot of things to a lot of people. In this town, it's basically QSCON. That's my unofficial name for it. I've told Belby, by the way, that I have a patent on that, should he choose to use that. But it's basically been CuseCon, right? It's a summer convention of Syracuse basketball. These former players come back. They spend time practicing with the current members of the team. They're out in the community. They're going to community events, signing autographs. And it's just, you see the jerseys come out. You see the Syracuse fans as passionate as they are. Certainly we saw it at OCC last year when they got a home game. It becomes a Syracuse basketball convention. It's a fantasy team come to life. We've gotten used to this. In a short period of time, it has become a benchmark of the summer. The irony of how busy this month is, TBT was always smart 
to play in the summer, saw a window to own something in the summer. In a short period of time, it became an event that is not only sports and live sports and basketball and how unique it is getting these former players and the talent that they did, the $2 million prize, it's $1 million this year due to coronavirus, and it was before, went from a million to two million, but they're kind of scaling back a little bit this year. But these players, in a refreshing way, by the way, now getting back together with your old buds and the programming window that they saw in the summertime and some of these other things that make TBT what it is are all well and good, including the connection that fans like Syracuse fans have to Bayheim's Army. But it's about the money. It's about the run for $2 million, which is why, usually it's $1 million this year, which is why Demetrius Nichols, our friend, and somebody we've talked to a number of times in the past couple of weeks, hope to catch up with him here as Bayheim's Army progresses. But remember, it's one and done. You lose, you're out. You never know what could happen tomorrow against men of Mackey. Syracuse certainly bowed out earlier than we thought last year when Brotherly Love crushed him on the boards and knocked him out of a home court advantage situation at OCC. Something we'll talk about with Kevin Belby later in the show and the adjustment there and what the only non-Syracuse player on Bayheim's Army can bring to the table to that roster later in the show. But it shows you the level of competition that, that's there, but it also shows you what these guys are giving up, usually. Even more so this year. Because, look, there is a safety risk here. You can have testing, and you can quarantine, and you can put them in a bubble, and TBT's got very strict restrictions. I mentioned Demetrius Nichols. So he's writing a diary for us on Syracuse.com about his experience in the bubble. It's been great to read, by the way. I highly recommend it. And one thing that he said is, so he just wanted to leave the hotel. He's been in the hotel for four days. Because remember, as I mentioned a moment ago, they're actually practicing in the hotel. They've got the court set up in the ballroom. In order to leave the hotel, Demetrius had to show security. Basically, he had to prove that he tested negative. Couldn't leave the hotel. He just wanted to go out and get some fresh air. Couldn't leave without certain protocols in place. Even as strict as they've been, there's, I believe, four teams that have had to leave somebody tested positive. So what we're finding out is how sports are going to find their way through this. Even sports you wouldn't think could learn lessons from TBT that are looking at this saying, well, if they can do it, we can do it, right? The deadline's getting closer for college football to make a decision about all this. Camp is supposed to start a month from now for Syracuse football. Players are on campus now. Good news over the weekend for them. As Stephen Bailey reported, they've gone up from a limit of 10 players to 20 in pods. There's now 85 players on campus doing some off-season workouts. Now, training camp, as we know, it is scheduled to start about a month from now, but they have been allotted some workouts with coaches to make up for the loss of spring practice. Remember, basketball starting July 20th. Coaches can work with players, but right now players are are either back on campus or arriving back on campus for basketball, going through testing, going through procedures, everything they've got to do to get ready. And then starting July 20th, they can have some workouts with coaches. Even that is a process. Even that is kind of touch and go. And that's in an environment where they're the only ones there. 
let alone when they start mixing in with the general campus community in the fall and a lot of these questions that people just still don't have the answers for, right? TBT is one of those sports that is showing the way. Something we'll discuss with Kevin Belby later in the show. That's all well and good and everything else that I said is all well and good, but here's the thing. It's all about the money. (laughs) It is the driving, motivating factor for this. I was watching that game a little bit last night. There was a couple games on, but going to break, I'm not sure who the play-by-play announcer was for ESPN. I wish I could give him proper credit, but several times while going to break, he went to break with the thought of, and men of Mackey lead by so-and-so with $1 million in their eyes. Like It's like, hey, through everything we're going on right now, like this thing's all about the money, which all sports are, but at least that's kind of how they market themselves. That's how they put it out there. This is about the money. It still is about the money, but think about a guy like Demetrius Nichols who missed his daughter's birthday yesterday to go after this. Eric Devendorf, who is a TBT legend. They've got... I don't know if you guys have seen this in watching the game. So they've got these huge banners of players very uh, much in the scope of the ESPN cameras. Devo's one of them. He's a TBT legend. It's only been around for five or six years, but when they get around to making a Hall of Fame for this thing, he's a first ballot guy. Brandon Trish, I feel like, has never left Syracuse in a lot of ways, even though he's become a very successful professional player internationally because he's a TBT veteran. Now mix in Andrew White and John Gillen and Dante Green and players that were only here for a year or two. But when they get the call from Belby to come back, they are right there ready to go. There's a unique aspect to this, and, and there's a lot of great stories on a lot of these teams, but we're now at the point where it's like, hey, this is great, the money's there, but these guys got to go as far as some of these teams in recent past that we found ourselves saying, boy, that's the best collection of talent I've seen on that squad, fell short. But it just goes to show you the level of competition they're up against. So we'll discuss a lot of this with Kevin Belby coming up at 5 o'clock when he joins us from inside the bubble. See how Bayheim's Army gets ready for Men of Mackey, a 4 o'clock tip time tomorrow. And again, we'll keep you updated throughout the show tomorrow. If you can't be in front of a TV, can't watch the game, we're here for you, baby. We'll watch it with you and keep you updated as we go. 437-7644 is the phone number. Brent Axe Media on Twitter. The text line is 2880644. We're in our Burdick BMW opening drive. You're on the block, ESPN Radio. Live from Columbus, inside the bubble, as Bayheim's Army gets ready to take on Men of Mackey tomorrow, who beat Heartfire last night. Practice just wrapping up in Columbus, so... Getting Kevin live on the line as we speak. Brad, how are you? Kevin Belby, you're live on the radio in Syracuse, New York. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? I am great. Hope you had a terrific Fourth of July weekend, albeit spent in the uh, confines of the bubble there in Columbus. Uh, Take us inside the bubble. How are things going? I know practice just wrapped up. Give us uh, the latest on Bayheim's Army. Uh, It's going really well. You know, we've got... uh... Got a bit of a smaller roster this year. We got we got eight players ready to, to rock and roll. So uh, unfortunately, uh, I had to jump in, you know, and help out a little bit. In practice didn't go too well, but doing everything. But, uh, <laughs> You're doing everything. Exactly. Vers- versatility is the name of the game these days. But um, it's going really well. You know, I think that uh, we feel 
we feel ready to play basketball, and it feels like we're about to play basketball, which is kind of crazy to say. But I think the tournament's done an awesome job um, trying to navigate something that nobody's ever gone through before. Uh, you know, coming back before the NBA, coming back before all these different major leagues and tournaments. Uh, I think really the only team sport back in the country is NWSL so far, and, you know, that's outdoors. So they, that's a big benefit. Uh, the tournament, we can't say enough about what they've done. We, we've taken six COVID-19 tests so far. We took two at home. We've taken four here on site. Everyone uh, on our team has, cro- uh, has uh, passed so far. So fingers crossed that we'll continue to do that. Uh, there have been some teams that have been eliminated due to positive tests, but you know what? That in theory that means the plan is working. So I, I'm uh, I, I couldn't be more excited to say that you know tomorrow we'll be playing a basketball game on ESPN, um, and that's not even uh, including the fact that we're playing for a million dollars. So. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy to say that you know we're just about here. Um, this whole time I was kind of preparing for something that might not happen, which was a weird feeling. And about six weeks ago, they called me and said, "No, this is a go. We're 100% doing this. It's going to look different, but it's going to happen." And uh, I think that they put together a really great health and safety plan, and now we're here. Kevin, uh, you mentioned it. Unfortunately, a couple teams had to bow out, but it kind of shows that it's working, and and you are providing a a litmus test for the NBA and some other indoor sports that want to get back at it. And what's that experience like in the bubble, in the hotel? I mean, the NBA, it could be a few months. You guys are in a relatively shorter period of time, but you're kind of sacrificing a lot to, to focus on basketball. What's that experience been like for you and the players? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, the tournament every summer is a sacrifice, you know, especially because these guys, their seasons are September to May, you know, so this is normally their off season and it's their time to go to Disney. It's their time to hang with their family. So it's playing in in TBT is always a sacrifice away from family time this year. It's it's compounded, you know, I mean, Demetrius Nichols wrote about how he missed his daughter's birthday and, you know, everyone missed the 4th of July, but more than that, you know, everyone's being away from their families in a time of, social unrest and, and a global pandemic. But um, I think the thing that makes it digestible for these guys is it's a 10-day tournament. You know, we, we had to show up uh, a little bit ahead of that to get testing and everything. But, you know, we're, we're, we're planning on getting in here, getting out safely, and getting our money. You know, I think that it's, it's, it's a little hard for me to imagine, look, the NBA, I mean, those guys are getting paid guaranteed money and, and big, big money. So that's a huge factor as well. But a three-month bubble, I think, could be a challenge. Um, it's a, you know, NBA has a, a myriad of advantages over TBT when you stack them up one against the other. I mean, TBT's only been around seven years. But in terms of this pandemic, TBT has a lot of advantages because they're smaller and nimble and they can adjust on the fly. And that's exactly what they've done. You know, they... they went from kind of regional sites to one city. They went from 64 teams to just 24. They had replacement teams on standby. Um, so, you know, there's been a lot of adjustments made, and guys are making a lot of sacrifice. But it's it's a short tournament, and, and honestly, it's been easy. I, you know, we might have talked about this a bit before, but it's been easier to recruit guys than ever um, just because, like everybody else, you know, just like you and I, Brent, Eric Evendorf's also been sitting on the couch and just watching Tiger King. So he wants to play. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I want to play basketball, and I'm just a rec player. So these guys, they're dying to play. 
and um, we're pumped to be here. Kevin, you've got an interesting mix of veteran players like Devo, Demetrius Nichols back off of injury, Brandon Trish with some new blood in there as well. It's been a fluid situation right up till this point in that you had to replace uh, Tyler Lydon and a bow out due to injury. Chris McCullough had a personal situation that, that knocked him out. So when you look at this roster, you've got a lot of players that can shoot threes. You've, you've applied this roster to what TBT has become. Will Raymond from Colgate steps in to kind of help you on the rebounding edge there. But I, now that you've had a few practices, and a limited amount of practices, but you've had a few, how do you see the basketball angle of this turning out that you have your roster, you know your guys, and you're ready to tip it up tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, look, would I love to have Tyler Lydon here, Chris McCullough? Of course. You know, uh, I'd also love to have Carmelo Anthony. So, you know, those are just unfortunately things that, that can't happen this summer. And I, I hope that those guys can play in the future. But, you know, what I've learned from this tournament is we have eight guys right now who are ready to play and ready to go to war. You know, they're 100% bought in, and six of them have played with us before, so they know, you know, it, who cares if you score 25 points and you lose in the first game? You know, this is winner take all. So six of these guys have played with us before. They know the level of competition. They know what's at stake. And then the other two, Malachi is just, I mean, Syracuse fans know that he's a floor gamer, right? He brings it every time on the court. And then our one non-Syracuse guy is Will Raymond, who played at Colgate and started every game there, one of the winningest players in Colgate history, 1,800 points, 900 rebounds, and plays hard as heck. I think that Syracuse fans will love him. So we're not as deep as usual, and we're shorter than usual. But, you know, I'll tell you that I think on average the last five teams we've had have been probably the tallest on average team in TBT each summer, you know, I think in 2016 we had five guys over six foot nine, and last summer in Syracuse we had three guys over six foot ten, um, and got crushed on the boards to a team against Brotherly Love on that Sunday regional championship, and that's why we get got sent home. You know, they grabbed 17, 18 offensive rebounds. So, so much of rebound in the game in general is effort, um, and we've got eight guys who are just willing to do whatever it takes. So we're a little bit smaller, but I think. That's okay because I think that the game is a little bit smaller. And, you know, from the first guy on the floor to the eighth guy coming off the bench, every single one can shoot. And that's also very important in in this tournament. There's nobody on this team who isn't not just a good shooter, but a great shooter. Um, So I think it's a good mix. I think guys know what the mission is. And they wouldn't be coming here in the midst of everything that's going on if they weren't ready to to sacrifice for each other and, you know, to get over the hump. Everybody knows that we've been, and these guys know, you know, John Gillen said it today, you know, he doesn't want any moral victories. He wants to go out and win this thing. And um, I think it's our time, but we've got to go out and prove it and show it. And I think they're ready. Kevin Belby, the general manager of Bayheim's Army, joining us from In the Bubble in Columbus, Men of Mackey is your matchup tomorrow, Kevin. You got to look at them last night as they defeated Hartfire. Great game, an entertaining game to watch for sure. What kind of matchup do you have in these guys tomorrow at four o'clock? Yeah, well, we're excited tomorrow four o'clock ESPN. And look, they're a talented team, and they're also uh, an alumni-based team. Most most of the guys, at least, coming out of Purdue. So, look, one of our competitive advantages is that. The guys know each other. Well, that's a bit eliminated when we play another alumni team, right? Because one of the biggest challenges in TBT is you only have four, four days or so to, to practice, at least here in the bubble. 
So everybody's on short notice. How gel, How fast can you gel and how well can you gel in a short period of time? Um, I think that they look pretty good last night together. And obviously uh, the elephant in the room is, is a little is a literal elephant in the room. You know, they've got a seven foot three center and Isaac Haas, um, who, you know, Dante and Will and everybody else are going to have to collectively defend, collectively gang rebound. And um, I think that they're up for the challenge. They also have a great guard, Justin Dentman, uh, who scored 30 points last night. So they've got some good weapons. But we feel good about the game plan. Ryan Blackwell every year is prepared. And, um, you know, we're actually finishing up practice now, uh, just kind of going over some last-minute things. And, look, because we had a bye, we have the advantage of, like you mentioned, being able to watch these guys. So I hope that uh, I hope that preparation comes in handy. Kevin, as somebody that you know spent some time on the bench with Syracuse basketball, uh, you guys ran through a lot of walkthroughs and prep sessions in hotel ballrooms. I don't think you've ever literally practiced in one, though. What was that like? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's... It, I think once the guys start playing, it's just like basketball. Um, it's a little different because, you know, the courts are laid down on carpet and they're not on cement. So um, it's, it's colder in the ballrooms intentionally because uh, they're trying to not have moisture stick on the hardwood and everything. But I think that these guys are just excited to be playing with other guys as opposed to just shooting by themselves in their backyard or something. Um you know, I say it every year, but TBT is like, if, if any of us got together for a giant college reunion, except there's a million dollars on the line for a competition, you know, there's really nothing better than it. These guys are trading Bayheim stories and Syracuse stories and talking about now, you know, they're all grown up. They've all got families, you know. John Gillen is a father. Malachi Richardson's a father. Those are our younger guys. Obviously, Dante and Eric have kids. Demetrius has a couple kids. So um, it's been fun to bond with, with, with everybody and, um, they're finishing up in uh, in the ballroom right now. Kevin, we wish you the best of luck. It's a unique circumstance, to say the least, but uh, you made it happen. You're there. You're ready to go. We're all excited to watch live sports, and Bayheim's Army finally take that $1 million prize home. We'll definitely catch up soon, but uh, thanks for your time today. I know you're busy getting everything ready out there. Best of luck to you, and uh, we can't wait to uh, talk to you when you guys are TBT champions 2020, my friend. Appreciate you having me on, Brent, and as always, go Orange.